Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheat Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Welcome back, guys. Um... Ooh, let's see what we can write about what's going on in the gaming world. Okay. So, first thing first. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, as I like to say, um, confirmed that it will be at E3 if E3 happens. But I'm sure E3 literally just told us a couple of weeks ago that they are going to be doing their... Um, they're, they're showcasing whatnot. Again, and, and Nintendo, Microsoft, and all of them, Sony and them, they came out and said that they're not going to be there. And you remember when I told you guys, hey, this is now like the Ubisofts, the, the EAs and stuff like that. Even though they always had a presence and stuff like that, I said, this is the time for y'all to shine. If E3, this is just what um, the CEO of um, Ubisoft said. Um, this is on the an investment call. Um, attend. Um, um, Eves Gilmont responded to investors asking if the company plans to attend the event in person this year to the showcase. And E3, I mean, he said, if E3 happens, we will be there and we will have a lot of things to show. Which is, but how are y'all gonna have a lot of things to show? Wasn't y'all just complaining that in y'all last motherfucking goddamn um, investors meeting that y'all didn't have, like, you know, a lot of your games didn't meet the expectations? They tried to throw um, Mario plus Rabbids under the bus. That's what they tried to do. I think that a lot of their, um, you know, live games didn't meet up to the standards. Talking about that. Yeah, um... What was that game called again? I am, I don't know. I have no idea why I'm drawing a blank. But it was a huge game. Saints Row. Saints Row. And I didn't know Saints Row had a million dollar budget. A hundred million dollar budget. And no one bought that game. Because first things first. They fell under the... um the bait and switch model, which they used to get away with that all the time. I'm looking at you, EA. Is that they had a vertical slice of what this game is supposed to look like. Number one, let's just let's get this also out the way. You are not 
a GTA game. You are a poor man's version of a GTA game. I personally like Saints Row. I like 3. But... Y'all stories suck. And I think that y'all go over the top when it comes to the gaming mechanic of the game. I think that it's too zany. That the story is like in the background. It's all about destruction. Which is fine for some people. But yeah, the reason why y'all didn't sell the way that you wanted to is you start off with a vertical slice. You come around here and then when it's closer to the, the, the release date, the game is now looking like you said it would look. It comes off almost like it's broken, like it's, it's slugging, it's chugging along, which is fine. But when it comes to your game for a PS5 and the Xbox series, you should be, you you don't have room for error. You don't. So after you get finished doing all that and people see how your game is looking, of course they're not going to buy your game. But now you want to blame people because you went out and your budget was a hundred million dollars and y'all didn't even make that money back. Even when the game went on sale, you didn't make that money back. So, yeah, it's sort of your fault. And when, like I said, when the game came out, I didn't even know the game came out. That has everything to do with your marketing. See why Nintendo went around, went and um, gave out, um, gave us Metroid Remastered, Metroid Prime Remastered. It's simple. It doesn't require a lot, and they did it properly because they did a shadow drop. I was like, uh-uh, don't let them wait. Release it the very day you announce it. Release it. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers will buy up that game left and right. The physical version. Of course they're going to dominate with the um the digital one. But the, the physical version is almost sold out. Whatever. Um... Let's move on to another part of the subject, cause um, you know they still, you know y'all, they're still trying to sell me, still trying to sell that PS VR too. And here's the thing, I know that's a paid motherfucking goddamn review. I know that is. They are doing everything in their power to, and this is I'm talking to the reviewers about the reviewers. Oh yeah, this is an this is an incredible piece of um machinery which I said a long time ago. I think that it is. But what made me just like, you know, say, uh-uh, I don't want to deal with it, it's cause it has the core. It has a core. 
and $550 for that and you don't have good games, I'm not going for it. Y'all are trying y'all damnedest to sell this system. People are not going to buy this game. This our system. Just not. Maybe the PlayStation, you know, enthusiast is going to get it. But this is where I think a lot of Sony problems came from with this PSVR. Number one, y'all should have made the the, P, the the original one at least somewhat compatible. You know, easier. But that's too much like why? Because it would have ate your PSVR too. So if you couldn't get it that way, then the, at the very least you could have came out with some bangers. The Horizon Zero Dawn is nothing to run home to. It's nothing to run home to. And, and, and keep in mind, when it comes to Zero Dawn and the Forbidden West, when I tell you that game is fucking gorgeous, it's gorgeous, but you see what they just did, right? They literally put that on the game, not the Game Pass, but they're equivalent to the Game Pass. PlayStation Plus Premium. Yeah. And God of War is getting a demo, a three-hour demo. This month, next, but this month, games, um, for the PlayStation um, Premium Plus and all them, they got some good ass games coming. Yeah, they coming. I mean, Forbidden West is coming on um, the twenty first. And you wanna know what? How come they're not throwing out the numbers? How much that game sold? But not only that, they got the quarry. <laughs> Child, the, the quarry, Resident Evil 7, Outriders, Scarlet Necklace, Nexus, Nexus, Borderlands 3, Tekken 7, Ace Combat 7. Now, you remember, these are all tiers. So... Some of these games, if you guys like to play one, you you probably won't see majority of these these games. Um, Earth Defense Five, Lost Fear, The Forgotten City. Like I said, I they had to they had to throw out um those two big hitters because um people were literally paying. All that money for this plus and premium um, service, and they're not seeing anything. They're not seeing anything. I have the base one. Yeah. Because all I want to do is just be able to play online. And $60 is a nut one, not $60, because I paid mine at a discount. But, um,. Yeah, the base model was enough for me. 
I don't need all those extra games. I've been like they've been adding games to my collection for a long time, and I still haven't downloaded any any of them because I don't. I don't know. The only one who I go up for like that is the Xbox Game Pass. And so right now they're trying to make the PlayStation Plus Premium a little bit more appealing. And did you see that they had to come out? They had to come out. This is Xbox. Xbox and them had to come out. And because there was this, um, who was it? I think it was Kotaku. It was Kotaku. And, um, talking about that, um, that the Xbox Game Pass is, um, cannibalizing the sales of games as far as as far as them um you know like the physicals and stuff like that and they're like oh my god y'all it's it makes no sense for y'all to be putting it on game pass when microsoft them came out and told them i said let me tell you something motherfuckers the people who put their games on our service which is game pass are being well compensated and they're not complaining. You are making an assumption that they're not making no money. No, sweetheart. They're good. Oh, would you look at that. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 expansion is now available. That multiverse peak count plummets to a thousand amidst content drought. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I keep trying to tell y'all. I thought that they thought that they. What? How do I say this? Okay. Multiverse versus. It's supposed to be like a knockoff of um Smash Bros. And people was trying to pump that game up. That service is now about to drop. They're about to drop that service. Live service. It's cute. It's cute. But it's not Smash. You have to understand. Smash. Is a game. And it's alright. It broke. A genre and it's always going to be king it's always going to be king no matter who y'all try to put it up against and if you do play it you'll understand the fun factor to it this is smash I thought the rollout of multiverse was too fractured. I thought it was too fractured. And because it didn't have everything that all of the characters that it needed 
Tails told me right then and there, yeah, this game won't last long. Because you put the favorites behind a paywall. And don't get me wrong, Nintendo was guilty about this stuff too. But at least, like with the DLC, they let you know what they're doing. And they're like, okay, give us this $24. But when these games or these things come out, you're going to get all of them. They did it the right way. Because we didn't know what we, what we was getting with those DLC characters. But they made an event out of every single one of them. This multiverse stuff? No. Damn. Close to 99%. You notice that there's a lot of live services that are dropping? Goes to show. Goes to show. That that is a service that would not survive. It just won't. Um. All right. I look. I look at it. And I think that's it. I mean, we don't want to talk about the YouTube CEO is stepping down. Girl, who cares? I don't care about that chick stepping out. I don't think that she did a great job. Oh, Civilization 7. It's been officially announced. I'm thrilled to have this opportunity to carry on the studio story legacy. I got six on the Switch. Uh, beginning with the announcement that Fair, like, fair Access is in development of the next iteration of the legendary Civilization franchise. Damn. Civilization 6 came out in 2016? Mm. Are they going to say anything about XCOM? I hope they bring that back. Civilization 6 was, from what I've seen, it was interesting. But I think, here's the thing. It's the real, I, I don't know, because I love RTS. I love real-time strategy. I don't, I, I don't like the mechanics of the Civilization, though. I think that they need to streamline it. I think that they need to tweak, tweak it a little bit. Because I bought mine, like, for, what, $5 or $6? I got it on sale. Well, with that announcement, hopefully they'll, you know, give them, put them on sale, 6 on sale. I'll probably pick it back up on 7. I mean, on, 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 um, the PlayStation 5. Like, I'll probably, if it's really cheap, then I'll play it on the PlayStation 5. I'm probably gonna enjoy it. Because I didn't finish it. I mean, for what I've seen, I bought it at a moment's notice and then I just moved on. Oh, God. I'm rambling, guys. I'm rambling. Okay, guys. And there you have it. 
And those were your top stories in gaming. And now, here's your top stories in pop culture. Okay, guys, listen, I have been waiting, I have been waiting and trying to figure out how are we going to talk about this. Because I don't know. No, okay. Can we talk? Can we talk about this reality situation? Can we can we have this serious conversation? Can we have a talk? Okay. Because a lot of people are not seeing what the fuck needs to be said. And I'm going to come on my laptop and then floor. I am stumbling because I am anxious. Alright. I'm going to tell y'all how I feel. And a lot of you may not agree with it, but I'm going to tell you. Number one. That was a what keep on calling that was a performance. That wasn't a performance. Sweetheart, that was a sing-along. Let's get that out the way. The person who was sign languaging was doing more than Rihanna. Slip seeking for life. For life. And then she revealed that she was pregnant. She's having ghetto twins. I'm keeping I'm keeping that same energy as if I seen someone. I know girls. I've had people in my family that had ghetto twins. This may come off as I'm being a hater that I don't like. I don't like Rihanna. When it's actually the opposite. This is how I feel about what happened this week. Rihanna kind of lost me as a Fairweather fan. I'm just going to be honest with you because I like Rihanna music. But to me, when she revealed, number one, that she was... Because I was never expecting a lot from her when it came to her performance in the first place. But... Goddamn, bitch, the bar is that low for you? But when she revealed to me that she was pregnant for the second time and her baby is not even one years old yet, I I stepped away and I said, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting, I'm not, I'm not doing it. 
Rihanna grew up in a broken home. A broken home. Her dad cheated on her mom. It was just, it wasn't a healthy environment, but her mom made it work. Right? Rihanna didn't even finish fucking school before she was into the music industry. Like, girl, you better... Because Rihanna is pretty. And they exploited her for that. She's a pretty girl. Gorgeous. Fuck. Stunning. I feel bad for Rihanna. I really do. Because Rihanna did exactly what her mama did. Rihanna is chasing after a dick. Rihanna is chasing after motherfucking ASAP Rocky. Rihanna is in a relationship with her uh, with a man that is just like her daddy. I am 100 when she revealed that she was pregnant. When she revealed to us that she was pregnant, I said ASAP Rocky fucked on her. She did on her. Yes, he did. This is why those two singles that came out for um, Wakanda Forever was phoned in. This is why this sing-along was phoned in. This is hor- That was horrible. That was horrible. Bitch, this is your songs. You should know the lyrics to your song. You see how they kept on panning out? Because the fact of this, she wasn't singing. You could have done the world a fucking favor, Rihanna. And you could have just not done it. But you want to know why she was there, right? I'll tell you why. The reason why she was there is because she's still under Jay's label. And Jay is responsible for these halftime shows for the Super Bowl because that's the deal that he bartered for in, in protest to what's going on with um Kaepernick. So he's getting all his people on. This sucked. This was horrible. But here she is. She's pregnant again. ASAP Rocky was cheating on that girl. And in order to hold his motherfucking ass down, she got knocked up. Bitch, you are... It's sad to me because I'm like, you've seen this with your mother. You've seen this shit firsthand. You were supposed to break 
this cycle and you are doing nothing but reinforcing it. You are walking around here running after a nigga that like what? We only know of ASAP Rocky now through association to you. And yes, you are a billionaire only in name, not in cash. Let's get that out the door. You are a billionaire in name. And here you are having ghetto twins. But can we, can, can we talk? Can we continue to talk? I knew Rihanna was that girl when the fact of it is that bitch went out there and was in the motherfucking goddamn courts literally outwardly dating Chris Brown while he was with Karuchi Chan. I was like, oh, Rihanna is that kind of girl. I'm disappointed. And I'm not here to dictate who and who she's not supposed to love. But I was looking at her and I said, sweetheart, the fact that that ASAP Rocky cheated on you, you should have never been with him. But you can't, you have the same face, honey. You got the same face and now you with a bum ass man. CD, community dick. You running around here with community dick. You got a billion dollar, you a billionaire in name running around with a fucking goddamn CD. It's ridiculous. If I read in those circles, I would be laughing in your fucking face. I don't want that around me. That's low class. You never left Barbados, darling. You never lost that. You never left that toxic environment. You ain't did nothing but reinforce it. And then she had this this um this this Vogue magazine. You know they say I, like we're talking. The baby is cute. Definitely looks like her. It's just I. I'm disappointed in Rihanna. And I'm like, girl, come off of this. You are better than this. Because I didn't want to believe that she was that girl. She was that girl. So of course, we... I can understand right now. Oh, yeah, I can understand why she was with Chris Brown. And I'm most certain that that wasn't the first time they fought. That was just the first time they fought and got caught. But, yeah, of course she was going to wind up with someone like Chris Brown. ASAP Rocky. She wasn't going to get with somebody who had... Respect for her. Nah, she got with somebody who has conditions for her. 
so long as she keep that money. That's why she was chasing that man. Why is she chasing up behind ASAP Rocky with these... What? These these underground fucking... Hole-in-the-wall concerts. Because she knew that ASAP Rocky is going to fuck on her. And I'm sure that he did. And now, here come Chloe and Hallie. Hallie, who is supposed to be playing the, um, you know, the Little Mermaid and stuff like that. I mean, like, this girl here, I'm not saying that she's clean and stuff like that. We don't know her background or nothing like that. But, God damn. You getting with, you going around here chasing after these no good ass motherfucker DDG. His ex-girlfriend, Ruby Rose, or whatever the fuck her name is, um, ran to Twitter talking about, yeah, that he was in her DMs trying to get with her and try to create a rift between her, this is Haley, and um, DDG. And I'm looking at Haley like, Haley going around here talking about, I love my man, I love my man, God has blessed me. And I was like, y'all know exactly who the fuck y'all picking. Y'all know exactly who y'all picking. Broken home ass motherfucking goddamn beautiful voices. But they come from broken homes. They don't have no fucking support. I was like, girl, you're the new fucking princess. You are a mermaid. In the Disney world, that is. Not in real life. But your potential is so great. Leave that nigga. The moment I would have heard anything like that. Oh, this is how you treating. Because her sister came out and was like, you ain't going to be dirty. I mean, dogging out my sister and whatnot. Bitch, the fact that your family is coming out like that already let us know that whatever the fuck is being rumored about your, you and your man is true. It's true. Leave that man alone. And we, what does he do? And I'm not saying that he's not smart because from what the, 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 um, the Carfax on him is, is that he's quite intelligent. But just because he's intelligent doesn't mean that he doesn't do stupid things. Why are you in communication with your ex, period? How does she know anything about you? Because your relationship with Haley is very public. And now her other sister, Chloe, is coming out with a new song with Chris Brown. I told y'all, y'all know how I feel about that chick. I think that, I think that can she sing? Yes, I think that both of them can sing. I think that they are allowing public perception of them as far as being sexy and whatnot. Like, girl, you got a nice body. 
you got a nice body. You can move, girl. You got, you had, you the whole package, darling. But let your talent come first. So they was up in arms about her having a record with Chris Brown. Like, girl, did you not learn from Summer Walker? Did you not learn from Naomi? Namani, not Naomi, Namani. It's like, y'all are supposed to be like on the up and coming and stuff like that. Like if you're, you, you have your foot inside of the industry, you're in. Do something about it. Do something with your talent. This girl, every time I see her, she is just like Chloe. I'm like, girl, you are a sex kitten. And it's like, that's all they know you for. Your voice is in the background. Dude, your voice is supposed to be in the foreground. I don't think this album is going to do good. That's just me. That's just me being honest with you guys. I don't think her album is going to do good. I don't think that she is a strong solo artist. I think that she is wonderful, as with her sister. But as for, I, I think Haley is a strong solo artist. But I would not put Haley. I, if anything, I would put Haley. If I was her manager, I would be like, Haley belongs on film. Chloe belongs on television. But as far as the musical, I said, now your sister Haley is stronger than you. Because all you're doing, Chloe, is you're selling sex. You're trying to emulate Beyonce. And people see it. They're like, yeah, you you try to be Beyonce. It's sad. It's really sad. Then it went around here that they was talking about um Buster Rhymes threw water in someone's face, alleged. Well not allegedly, but um, you know, it was like, you know, because it was, she was, uh, she actually did came out and said that she was trying to, like, you know, tap him on the bum and stuff like that. But she threw, like, you know, some water or something like that on her. And people was, like, debating, like, did she step out of line? She knew she stepped out of line just a cheesing. Um, that was a grand old time. Because she was a fan. Did she overcross her boundaries? Yeah, she invaded his. I think that he didn't have to throw throw at it, throw the water in her face. He could have just said, um, I appreciate if you not touch me, particularly there. Don't touch my bum. You know. But she gave him a boost of relevance relevance this week. We, we he'll fall right back into obscurity next week. You know, he's supposed to have an album that's supposed to be coming out. And I was like, well, sweetheart, we only knew about that because we're talking about this incident. 
uh, Bruce Willis is um, he has dementia now. He's just been uh, it's just been revealed from his family that they announced that he is suffering, which is sad. It's really really sad that that's happening. But hopefully, like you know, that he is surrounded with nothing but love and support from his family and extended family. Um, he had a nice, he had a nice run as far as, um, in the movie industry and stuff like that. I mean, like, he was, he was a working man hero. He was just so down. I always thought that he was fucking handsome. You could never tell me that uh, Bruce Willis wasn't handsome. And I think that he was a great actor. You know, with the proper roles. I mean, I didn't like... The Die Hard 3 and those other with the Vinci's and all that. But no, I did enjoy the one with the, um, Samuel Jackson. I did enjoy that one. But, um... The ones I did, I was like, uh-uh. But the first ones, the first two was just, like, iconic. Iconic. Because I remember him from Moonlighting. I remember him from Moonlighting. I remember him from Hudson Hawk. I thought Hudson Hawk was, like, one of his best fucking films. I thought that was really cute. And it was so witty. I loved him in Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Because it was something that you could see him, like, you experience something like that in real life. Pulp Fiction is a hidden gem. And I'm not a fan of Quentin Tarantino, but Pulp Fiction was just something. That was, that was just good. Just good. That and his... Eight, I'm going off on a tangent. Listen, I just want to say that I hope that he does... Um, you know, continue to get the, the, the proper care that he needs and to just lift out the rest of your days, you know, in peace. In peace. It's unfortunate that you have been afflicted with dementia and whatnot, but all I can say is that um, thank you for your work and, and just hope that you continue to get the love and the care that you rightfully deserve. Okay, guys. Well, that looks like that's it. And those are your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Chief Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. If you'd like to write to us, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 